You are listening to the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang, episode 18, Your Brain is a Liar. Don't just go through life, grow through it. Hi, and welcome to the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang. My name is Fee, and I am a clarity and confidence life coach known as the Positivity Queen. My passion is to help you go from stuck and self-critical to courageous and empowered so you can conquer anything. Join me every Tuesday as I discuss all things mindset, self-love, energy, and purpose. This podcast won't just inspire and motivate you. It will also provide practical tips and strategies you can implement in your daily life. Ready to grow? Let's grow. Hello, beautiful soul. This episode has been a long time coming. I feel like I've been teasing it way back because it was meant to be episode 12, which has turned into episode 18 because of my spark and desire to do the love series, which was amazing, by the way. And the title of the podcast just jumps and screams at you, don't you think? It's alarming and it's true. Before I dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Tegan, who I got to speak to yesterday, who listens to the podcast. Hi, Tegan. Thank you so much for listening, beautiful soul. I appreciate you. Also, a huge shout out to three of my clients, Matt, Josie, and Carrie, who are almost at the end of our coaching containers. Ah, I just love you all. I love helping you, watching you all transform in your own individual, unique ways. It makes my heart and soul sing. Thank you for honoring me with the blessing of being your life coach. If you've been listening to me on this podcast for a while, checking out my Instagram posts and feeling drawn, please listen to your tug. I would love to speak to you. I offer a complimentary 45-minute call, no strings attached, worth $260. So jump on it if it feels right for you. Let's go into today's episode. Your brain is a liar. It means well because it wants to protect you and keep you safe, but it lies a lot and there is nothing wrong with you. It's just that you believe in the lies. Your brain tells you things like you are not good enough, you can't change, you can't get what you want, you will be the same forever, no one understands you, there's something wrong with you, you will be single and alone forever, you can't finish anything, you can't lose weight, you can't start that business, you can't make a lot of money, you can't be positive. All of these lies, it's not your fault. We all have these thoughts and we all have to do personal development work or until we get a life coach to show us how our brain lies. Why does your brain lie? Simply put, it's hardwired that way through evolution to protect you and to keep you safe through different means. Your brain is negatively biased. Personally, from working with my clients, they think that there's something wrong with them because they are so negative and they can't seem to get over it. What they don't realize is that we're all negatively biased, that it's uncomfortable, intentional, conscious work to overcome the negativity, that is truly difficult to do on your own and much easier with a life coach. In fact, psychologist Rick Hansen likens the mind like Velcro for negative experiences and Teflon for positive ones. The negative bias is so evident in your everyday life. Can you relate to the examples I'm about to share? It always feels like negativity trumps positivity. 
You could have five good things happen to you, but you focus on the one negative. If your brain is wandering, it's more likely to think of everything that could go wrong instead of everything that could go right. Quitting your job to start your own business. What if you don't make enough money? What if you can't pay your bills? What if you don't have customers? And you look like the biggest failure and embarrassment to everyone you know. These thoughts are more likely than not if it all goes right. You know, what if I make lots of money? What if it goes all right and I only work like 10 hours a week? You are more compelled and likely to leave negative reviews than positive reviews for restaurants, experiences, products, and so forth. The Thai restaurant you usually go to every week, suddenly they miss the spring rolls in your order. You feel angry and you want to change Thai restaurants even though this is the first thing to go wrong out of 20 orders. You can remember and recall negative experiences more clearly and more often than positive memories. It's easy to remember the time you were heartbroken, feeling numb, broken, crying nonstop, as opposed to the recent memory of you going to the beach with your friends. You react more strongly to negative things that happen to you in the day, as opposed to positive things. When someone compliments you, you shake it off and thank them, and it hardly lingers in your mind versus someone, say, spilling coffee on your white top. You immediately feel annoyed and shout out to the person who spilt it. Why weren't they paying attention? What is wrong with them? You will remember insults more than praise. You remember that moment the kids said that you were fat, ugly, even though nowadays you get told you're beautiful and attractive, but it's hard to believe. The negative bias was useful for cavemen, our ancestors back in the day, whereas now, not so much. The negativity kept cavemen on alert. You are a caveman outside and, you know, you hear the bushes rustling. Was it the wind or a lion in the bushes moving? And you know what? Your brain is like, better to be safe than sorry. It must be a lion. I'll run away. But that no longer serves us in modern times. Your brain is lazy and values efficiency. Your brain loves to be efficient after all. It has so many things to do. Think about it. Your brain ensures you subconsciously breathe, blink, circulate blood without having to think about it. It uses so much energy to keep you alive. Therefore, it likes repetition and easy. That means comfortable. If you're always complaining, then your brain will latch onto this. The more you do it, the more it will happen automatically as your brain neurons wire together. They work together. Your brain thinks that why build a temporary bridge when I can build a permanent bridge since this human loves to do it all the time. So it does. As the saying goes, neurons that fire together, wire together. So this doesn't just mean for complaining. It's like anything you habitually do, whether it's thinking negatively or putting yourself down. That's how it happens, right? And, you know, the brain is used to being a comfort cocoon. Anytime you push it, especially when you're out of your comfort zone, the brain panics. And what you have to realize is you have to work consciously to change your thoughts. It's effort, it's hard, and, you know, it's something that the brain likes to avoid. So keep that in mind. I'm about to go into the 13 ways that your brain lies to you. Number one, catastrophizing. Every little setback becomes a huge hurdle. It is the sky is falling way of thinking. You make a problem more significant than it is, and it's often the worst case scenario. An example is that you go on a date with someone who doesn't want a second date, and then you think, oh my gosh, I'm never going to find love again in my life. Number two, all or nothing. Everything is either black and white, and you overlook the possibility that there's a spectrum. For example, you are either a success or a failure. 
Whereas in reality, most of us have a mix of successes and failures. Number three, arbitrary difference. This is coming to conclusions without all the facts. For example, someone hasn't texted you back for five hours, they must not like you. Have you actually considered that you don't know what the person is doing, what they're going through, if they have access to a phone and so forth? That's how your brain lies to you. It creates stories. Number four, perfectionism. The need to relentlessly achieve high standards immediately, mistakes are seen as fatal flaws, and your brain does not acknowledge growth. An example is when trying something new and needing to be amazing immediately. Otherwise, you think you're a failure. Number five, discounting. You are quick to point out negatives in any situation or turn positive ones negative. An example is she only complimented me because she feels sorry for me or they only did what they did because they want money. Number six, personalization. Making everything about you even though it has nothing to do with you. The person doesn't want to go on a date with me because I'm not good enough when really that person just got out of a long-term relationship and isn't ready to commit to anyone. Number seven, mind reading. You think people can read your mind, that they should know what you want instead of communicating it. So this is common in relationships, such as your partner should know exactly what you want for your birthday. And it's also like this thing where you think you can read people's minds. Your partner should know exactly that you want a morning text every day, right? Number eight, fortune telling. You think you can predict the future with certainty. For example, you get the text, we need to talk, and immediately you assume that someone wants to break up with you, or it's from your boss and you're going to get fired. Number nine, magnification. You put more emphasis on the negative and downplay the positives, such as you had an amazing road trip away, but that light scratch on your car ruined it. Number 10, should. Should rules your mind. Should are guilt beatings, right? The energy behind the word should is so draining. Replace the word should with wants and feel the difference there. Examples of this are, I should eat more healthy food versus I want to eat more healthy food to have more energy. I should wake up earlier versus I want to wake up earlier to move before work. I should exercise more versus I want to exercise more to be healthier and fitter. I should save more money versus I want to save money to buy a house and have security and safety. Number 11, confusion. I don't know. My clients will laugh because they know that I do not accept that answer in coaching. You know, you know. Confusion is a comfort indulging emotion. As discussed earlier, our brain loves comfort. When you are confused, you are in limbo. You don't have to take responsibility for your decisions. When you are confused, the longer you are confused, the more you feel confused. You are scared of what will happen if you make a decision, how you feel, what you'll think, and so you just stay confused. Number 12, automatic negative thoughts. These are also known as ants. Whilst we have ants that are based on our beliefs and perception, which you can't control on a subconscious level without doing the work, in fact, they are a product of your own doing. When you repeatedly allow negative thoughts and believe negative thoughts, this becomes a very strong habit in your brain, repeated day in and day out. You can take control through doing the work and challenging these thoughts and beliefs. Finally, number 13, blaming. 
Remaining in a victim role and blaming who you are, your life on people or circumstances outside of yourself. Remember, you are responsible for your thoughts, attitude, energy and actions. Circumstances are neutral. Your thoughts create your feelings, actions and results. Yep, these are all the ways in which your brain lies to you. It's alarming. Be alert, be aware, be present. If you catch yourself doing it, you become conscious, awake. With that, what are you going to do with that? Will you believe the lies or choose to shed the light of truth on the darkness of the lies? Until next Tuesday, beautiful soul, love and positivity. Are you wanting to find out more about one-to-one coaching or working with me? Maybe perhaps you want to know more about me. I'd love to connect with you. You can visit my website, feedang.com, or connect with me on Instagram at thefeedang. Speak to you soon.